Hello, and welcome to the Mobile User Acquisition Show, a podcast to help you unlock tremendous growth for your app. My name is Shamant Rao. I'm the CEO of the boutique growth marketing firm, Rocketship HQ, and host of the podcast, Mobile User Acquisition Show. In each episode, we feature experts in the field of mobile growth and discuss strategies, tips, and pointers from the leading edge of mobile growth marketing. By the end of each episode, you will have gained actionable and tactical insights that will help you make more informed decisions in your own work around growth. The Mobile User Acquisition Show is produced by Meryl Vincent, Content Marketing Manager at Rocketship HQ. Today's episode is a part of a very special segment of the Mobile UA Show, the Mobile Spotlight Series. In these special episodes of the Mobile Spotlight Series, we shine a spotlight on some of the smartest experts in mobile marketing. Our featured guests do a deep dive into a specific area of mobile marketing and share hard-won insights from the front lines of their work that can help you unlock growth, revenue, and grow as profitably and sustainably for your own products. Without further ado, let me hand over our mic to our featured guest of the day and welcome them to the Mobile Spotlight. Hi, I'm Martin McMillan, founder and CEO of Pollen VC. Today's guest on the Mobile Spotlight segment of the Mobile User Acquisition Show. In today's episode, I'll be talking about measuring financial returns of user acquisition spend. We'll be talking about a range of approaches to measuring financial performance of UA spend. There's been an evolution of how marketers think about measuring returns, from simplistic ROAS metrics, return on ad spend, towards more financial metrics that allow greater granularity and accuracy. Since the early days of performance marketing on mobile, marketers have been focused on ROAS as a metric to measure the performance of their mobile uh, UA efforts. ROAS, return on ad spend, is a simple metric to show how marketing spend is recouped and ultimately delivers a financial return. The problem with simplistic ways of measuring ROAS, or ROI, is that it doesn't always take into account time and marketers have been missing the importance of factoring time into their calculations and thus making suboptimal spend decisions. I was recently at a gaming conference where I met two UA managers from gaming studios with who were comparing their respective ROAS performance. The first studio was pleased with our 130% ROAS figure, but not as pleased as the second studio which was achieving 140%. The problem of course was that they were not factoring in time. The genres of game were very different. The first was hybrid casual with aggressive early monetization, but where users were not expected to play and pay for more than a couple of months at best before exhausting all the content and tiring of the gameplay. The second studio had created a merge game, loved by many loyal fans, but because of the competitive nature and the genre and high cost of user acquisition, the payback period was much longer before any profits were generated. Turns out the first studio was making 130% ROAS, 30% ROI, on their ad spend after just 30 days, whilst the second studio was taking a full two years to achieve their return of 40%. They need to look through the headline metric and understand the time value of money and the financial profiles of how their investments were performing. Now, part of the problem is structural. There is a fundamental lack of financial understanding by UA managers and a lack of education offered to them. Most UA managers are set ROAS targets as primary KPIs, 
Now, some would argue that they're looking at D7 ROAS, D30 ROAS, or longer-term targets for making investment decisions based on knowledge of how users behave historically. But there is typically a big connect between finance teams and UA managers and a lack of understanding of each other's core function. As an informed UA manager, I want to know the financial performance of my cohorts, and to do this, I need to think more closely about time. <clears throat> the simplest way to factor in the time value is to use a metric we'll call MROI, or monthly ROI. It's easily calculated by taking the profit a cohort generated, LTV minus CPI, and expressing it as a percentage, dividing it by the number of days it took to achieve the LTV, and then multiplying it by 30 to give a monthly estimate. So in the example uh, we talked about, the hybrid casual studio has an MROI of 30%, whilst the puzzle game studio has an MROI of just 1.67%. Now, this is of course a crude, but often effective, effective uh, metric for evaluating returns, and focuses both UA managers and their finance teams on how UA is funded. If I were an investor, what type of UA would I want to invest my capital into? While the MROI number is better than just looking at simplistic ROI in isolation, the MROI metric is imperfect as it assumes a straight line or linear monetization profile. In other words, users spending the same amount every day until the ad spend breaks even and the ultimate LTV is achieved. Everyone in this business knows that is wrong and not how the world works. So MROI is a good start, but it doesn't go far enough. So how can I really understand the financial performance of my UI spend? In order to truly understand performance, you need to use a financial metric that considers the time value of money and also the non-linear monetization profile that your cohorts exhibit. This metric has been around for a very long time in financial markets and it's called internal rate of return or IRR. IRR takes a series of cash flows. In our world of free-to-play or subscription apps or games, this is revenue generated from cohorts gradually monetizing and expresses their financial performance as a rate of return. The nerdy financial definition of IRR is the discount rate applied to the cash flows of an opportunity to produce a net present value or NPV equal to zero. But you can think of it as the investment yield on your performance marketing activities much like financial instruments such as deposits, stocks, or bonds. So how do I calculate IRR? Well, you have all the information already to hand from your own data sources such as your MMP. Use the IRR function or its derivatives, XIRR or MIRR, in Google Sheets or Excel. There are great pop-up explainers of how to construct the function. The key inputs are a range of dates and a range of cash flow values. Think cash out to pay for the user upfront, and gradual levels of revenue earned as the cash in. The IRR of each cohort will change as it monetizes and will become smoother the more data you have as the cohort matures. You can look at IRR at cohort level or indeed zoom right out and look at the entire lifetime IRR at the app or game level, where you look at everything spent on UA over all time and everything spent on uh, everything earned on monetization since the channel, um, sorry, since the game or the app was launched. I hope that was an insightful deep dive into the IRR metric and would encourage you to consider it when setting up parameters around your own UA spend. Thank you for listening to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. If any of this was helpful or instructive, I would love for you to leave us a review or rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast fix. This podcast takes a ton of time 
effort and love to produce. And I deeply value every review and every piece of feedback that you share.